0: What's up, gang? It's your man, Big O, coming to you live from E-Square. My apologies. We are a little bit tardy, but uh, we here. I was waiting for our guests to come in, and um, looks like they're running a little bit late, but I hate to keep people, so we'll go ahead and get started. Um, And we're going to make it do what it do. Give me a second. I'm going to key the music down a little bit, and... uh, and uh, allow a few people to come on in, and um, we're gonna go ahead and talk about Corona Chronicles. I mean, we're gonna make it do what it do. If I can get this sh- glare off my head, boy, I tell you, I'll be, I will be. Oh, I will be. I will be Thank you. All right, so let me go ahead and get set up. I hope everybody is doing well today. Um, Remember, we're going to set it up. Now, Facebook allows us to be great. We're going to set it up where um, we will be able to, hey, Howard, what's up, nephew? Have people come on live and just kind of have an interactive conversation About uh, the Corona Chronicles, Corona, I have to enunciate my vows, Corona Chronicles, um, just a whimsical look at what is our new normal. I just want to share maybe some of the things that's going on with me and maybe hear some things that's going on with you guys. Um, So we hope it will be completely interactive as much as possible, because if not, I'll get to rambling too long and I am sure to offend someone and we don't want that to happen what's up nephew how you doing man and so um have your cameras on have them ready to go if you have a camera available and uh, like i said we can go ahead and bring you in the podcast all right so might as well get started a little bit q is over here on the side she is my um FCC chairperson, you know, usually they have somebody in the background to make sure you don't say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, which will get us in trouble. So I have my FCC chairperson there um, to my left, boss lady, and uh, I'm going to have to hold my head up high so that I don't uh, blind anybody with the glare off of this forehead. So how's everybody doing tonight? Yay! Might as well light up. You can't have cigars and conversations without a cigar, right? My super duper torch here. And so if you guys know me, it takes me a whole day to smoke one cigar, so... Shout out to Aston Bubb. He came through earlier and blessed me with a sand crystal ball, so... There you go, I'll put sand crystal ball up front right there so you guys know what it is that I'm smoking. But we got sand crystal ball coming on and uh, I'll go ahead and get this and let's see. Hmm, Still good. And um, hey Les, what's going on? Ashy elbows? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, this is unrehearsed. Why you see that? That's you light skinned. Light skinned people, that's that's it right there. You see the hate? Why we always got to hate on each other? Light skinned people, y'all can have ashy elbows and it blends in. You know, us a little darker have an ashy elbow and you know it comes out a little bit, but you ain't had to like put it out there like that. See? That's what I mean. Anyway. Thanks Les for hopping on. Go ahead and activate that camera so I can bring you on live. I recall Facebook before we had it where we would be able to bring people on live. You can hit that little uh, box to the right of your comment section. It's a little green box which will allow us to bring you on if you so desire. Hopefully you guys will come on in and talk or at least Chat with me through the text if you don't want to come in live, because as I said earlier, if I talk too long, I am prone to say the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong people. Anika, how are you? It's good to see you. Uh, Les, your hair isn't done. Ah, uh-huh. See? That's part of the Corona Chronicle. So our subject tonight is, this is about quarter after. So we'll talk about, once again, let me follow the model. So I'm smoking a San Cristobal Cigars, which comes under the Aston brand. It is a medium body cigar, which, as you guys know, is my favorite. Um, You know, it's a little bit... um, Let me hit it again. It actually tastes... A little bit woodsy, like a cedar. Like some cigars have a cedar sleeve in it. This does not come with a cedar sleeve, but it kind of reminds me of that. It has a little hint of cedar to it. It's medium. Um, I put a V-cut on it because a V-cut is one of my favorite cigar cuts. Um, People ask me, why do I prefer a V-cut cigar? And um, does anybody know why a V-cut is the perfect cigar cut? Anybody have any ideas? No? Okay, we can talk about that a little later. But a V cut, if you see the way it looks, it kind of has that appearance, or perhaps maybe to a. um, She says, don't say it. I might say it anyway. Kind of looks like a pair of lips. If you look at it real closely, It kind of looks like a pair of lips. So I make sure I put a V-cut on all the cigars for my gentlemen so that they'll be able to get a good draw. Now, there's some ladies out there that like a V-cut too. If that's what you prefer, then we will put a V-cut on it as well. I'm in trouble already. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's a V-cut on it. It has a good draw. It's not hot. And um, it has a good pull on it. And it allows me to be able to really taste the characteristics of the cigar. Tonight I am pairing the cigar with a iced tea with um, lemon. There you go. A lemon iced tea. Everybody that knows me know that I don't really drink alcoholic beverages. So I'm prone to have, you know, um, something sweet or a coffee. A coffee is my favorite pairing. So Leslie says no V-cut for her. I understand. We can give you a punch. So we can give you a punch and you can get a good draw off of a punch cigar. Chuckle, chuckle. All right, so um, Corona Chronicles. Once again, that's the nice topic. My lighthearted approach to... The new normal, um, you know, I have a bunch of things that go through my mind. We're dealing with a bunch of situations and life is a little bit different. And so things are relaxing a little bit more now than they were before. But I recall when we were in the throes of the Corona uh, situation, how there was a lot of things that had changed for myself as well as our members and the people that I know around me. Leslie mentioned it. <laughs> See that Anika likes to V cut. Thank you. Somebody is not afraid to say a V cut is a good cut. But, um, you know, it's um, a lot of things that happened, you know, where we had to adapt, we had to overcome. Thankfully, things are opening up again now. So, the discussion tonight is not about Corona itself or COVID 19 or whatever you want to call it, because it's here, it's happening. Unfortunately, people are no longer here as a result of that. What I like to do is I try not to take myself too seriously. Um, And so this is just, you know, a lighthearted approach to how things have changed for me as a result of it. So, Phil, feel free to jump in. As I mentioned before, uh, feel free to jump in so maybe we could bring you on the broadcast live and hear what you have to say about it as well. So, Phil, did you get a haircut yet? Leslie, did you get your hair done yet? Anika, did you get your hair done yet? Jen, how are you? Hey, Jen. Jen, did you get your hair done yet? Because I know one in the beginning, remember, you couldn't get your hair done. So I was sitting here. As you guys see, my beard has gotten extremely long. I feel like an old mountain man. It's full of gray, so I can't lie to people and tell them I'm 10 years younger than I absolutely am because the gray is a dead giveaway. Um, But I was bushy. My hair was growing everywhere except on the top, you know. um, I can laugh at myself, so I had that George Jefferson look, you know. All my hair grew back on the sides and on the bottom and my beard, but it was no hair on the top. You know, I used to joke with people and say, I really used to have a curly head, a head of curly locks, and people, because I keep a close haircut, didn't believe me. So after two months of... Uh, not getting a haircut, they saw that it did have a tendency to curl a little bit, except not on the top. Uh, Jen says she got her set it off braids right now. See, there you go. That's something that um, that women can do. Y'all can braid your hair back and have a whole different hairstyle. Once again, you know, ain't no braiding this right here. This ain't no braiding that, you know. Um, I would look like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> if I tried to braid it right here, I would look like Stevie Wonder. Phil says he got one two weeks ago. Anika says she is the hairstylist extraordinaire. Okay, shameless plug. Anika, if you do have a business or a hair salon or something, drop it in there. Drop it in the comments so we can let people know, um, you know, we share the platform with everybody. But yeah, I was looking bad, and I was looking so bad, believe it or not, that my barber saw me do a live, because we do lives periodically. He saw me do a live, he called me up afterwards, he said, oh, I will be over your house on Monday for a haircut. And I was like, nah man, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not doing anything, I don't need a haircut. He was like, bro, you one of my customers, people know you one of my customers, you the face of your lounge. You can't be going on there looking like George Jefferson. And so he actually came over to my house and cut my hair in the garage for free. He said he wasn't even going to charge me. So I was, like, really surprised by that, you know. But, you know, that was one of the things, you know, where I couldn't get the hair cut. And, of course, I live in a house full of ladies, and you ladies couldn't get to, to the beauty salon as well guys couldn't get those nails done, you couldn't get the pedicures done. there was a lot of ladies walking around um in the little stores when I went out with two fingernails popped off. <laughs> yeah. Hey Robin, how are you? Poet, what's going on? Yeah, poet says ain't no help for us after a certain period. Yeah, you're right. But at least I ain't had to worry about the nails. The ladies had it was serious. You know, once again my FCC chairperson is here, so I can't go too far, but I remember um, at one point my kitchen table was like a beauty salon. <laughs> they had that isocyanate, whatever that stuff is that could set houses on fire. They was wrap their fingers up in aluminum foil, looked like they was trying to talk to Martians or something like that, so that they could soak the nails off and then go ahead and start all over again. Um, so I'm glad I didn't have to do that. I don't know what they did with their toenails. So ladies, what did y'all do with y'all toenails on your feet? The pedicures. Did y'all do something? Y'all do the same thing? Y'all soaked them off? You know, us guys, we don't get the, well, I don't know. I can't say us guys. Some men do get pedicures, but yeah. So that was that was something we all had to deal with. People started taking their own hair out and doing your own hair. And then us men got a chance to see our significant others in their natural um, glory. How about that? Got to see y'all in y'all natural glory um, without all the accessories. And um, thankfully for me, even though Q got a chance to see me with my George Jefferson look, she did not kick me out the door. (laughs) Bella, what's going on? Jen, I saw your Corona Chronicles for about uh, 40 or 50 days. looked like things were going well with you at your house, so I guess it worked out well for y'all also, huh? Jen says, yes, men get pedicures, too. Everybody cutting up in the streets for the past two months. Yeah, yeah, men do get pedicures. I used to get them. I don't get them any longer. You know, I'd rather spend my money on motorcycle parts or cigars. Forget the pedicures, you know. But um, Titiana, and I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, she did the home pedicure. All right. So y'all was making it do what it do. And that's what we do, right? You know, us people, we are resourceful. We make things do what it do, you know? Um, So we got past that. Of course, um, diet and exercise was another issue I had, you know? I um, started going out, started riding a bike again. I bought a bike, started riding because I want to get my cardio back, right? Um, Started riding at three miles and... Then got up to five miles and finally got up to eight miles. Started walking three miles and, you know, getting all this cardio up, feeling good. But the craziest thing happened with me. So I just want to know if you guys experienced that as well. I did all this exercise and I still put on weight. How the hell can I go eight miles a day on a bike or three miles a day power walking and still get fat? That, That shit don't add up. You know what I mean? Jennifer said we ain't dead. Yeah. Who else put on weight? I know I ain't the only one put on weight. Like, I got I, I can't even suck my, my stomach in there because I'm going to have boobs. Matter of fact, I think I got to have the mic positioned perfectly to try to, like, you know, make sure I ain't got no boobs or nothing like that. You know? I done, I done went and got fat. Bernard, what's up, B-Wise? Miss you, brother. B, did you put on weight, man? Pablo, did you put on weight? Yeah, Jen saw the Bite Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, for people that didn't see the Bike Chronicles, I had a bullcrap app that would track my stuff. And I think I had many heart attacks every single day. Um, <laughs> you know, I, um, John, what's going on, sir? Down there in Jacksonville, you guys got some sun. Y'all should be doing better, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so I would, I would ride. And this five-mile route that I took, it contained two big hills or inclines. And if you were not a religious person, then uh, you I became a religious person. Trust me, when you going up the hill on an incline, um, I did a lot of praying. I was like, God, please let me get up this hill. Please don't let me have a heart attack out here on this back road. Nobody gonna find me for like six hours because Q is working and she ain't gonna come out and look for me until her break time, you know. So I did a lot of praying and you know, it got better, but man, the bike thing was serious. Somebody drank way too much wet wine and put some weight on, yeah, and so then I would come home and of course I have to do stuff with Q. We start walking and you know, let me just say this, I think she was actually trying to make me have a heart attack. I'm just gonna say that. I I, I had to stop paying my life insurance policy. I ain't tell her that, but she know it now because we were doing a power. Like I we, I would do three miles, and it would take I don't know, 38 minutes or something like that to do a three mile walk. And then when I walked with her, the three miles was taking something like 26 minutes. Yeah, that's a big difference. For maybe 28 minutes, 10 minutes off for of three miles is a lot. You know, our average miles per hour is something like 3.4 miles per hour. Who the hell walked 3.4 miles per hour? Now, I'm tall, C-short. I got a longer stride, which means that I should be able to cover more ground when I walk than when she walks. But, man, she was walking me into the ground. As a matter of fact, I hurt my knee one day trying to keep up with her, and I stopped walking with her for a while. So, yeah. (laughs) I know, Jen. I know. Mark Chack, what's going on? But, uh... You know, so I wind up exercising and still put on weight. I don't know. Getting old, you know, God has a funny sense of humor. You know, I exercise, I try to get healthy, and then I still wind up putting on. I think I'm a plus eight. As a matter of fact, I don't think I know. I weigh myself every about two, three times a week. From March 13th, when we closed, to yesterday, I'm like a plus eight pounds. I done put on eight freaking pounds since this whole corona thing went, so yeah you know it's um it's crazy man it's crazy but we got through it and i guess i'll try to get out there and cut the grass or something and you know try to try to not have any uh additional uh weight gain problems chris what's going on chris washington i know march act is tough um let's see what else was on my mind doing corona chronicles I'm a continuous thinker so I do have a, a, a problem with always thinking about something and every now and then things come to mind and I'm like, like where does this come from, um, what came to mind? Okay, yeah, the toilet paper shortage. So toilet paper was going crazy, hand sanitizer was going crazy, paper towels was going crazy. So one day we in BJ's and of course there's no toilet paper whatsoever. And I had a thought, and I need you guys to help me. So I'm, I'm going out to you guys. I need y'all to help me. What did people do before it was toilet paper? Hmm. That was a thought I had while waiting in this long ass line in BJ's. So in the early days, in the Roman days, or the, 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 the days back when they was building the pyramids, I was like, if they was building the pyramids and they had to take a poop or a number two or smash, we try to play politically correct, right? Then they still survive. What did they wipe their butt with back in those days? Did they just, like... You know, wasn't a whole bunch of water. If you was building pyramids, you was in the desert. So water had to be drank, right? So it wasn't like you, I guess you had, maybe they did. Maybe they had a wet rag or something like that that was communal that everybody wiped their butt with. I don't know. But I was like, what did they do? Like, you know, I got to go take a smash. You know, the Pharaohs is going to whip me if I take too long. What was I going to wipe my butt with? Chris says a spoon. They had no spoons back there. They need the spoon to eat with, Chris. Tree leaves. So, so Greg, listen, I thought about tree leaves. I said, okay, maybe they took a leaf, but then the leaf going to have you itchy. Ah, you know, I thought about that. I was like, they must have took, that was what I thought. I said, maybe they just took tree leaves. But, you know, for whatever reason, I was going back. I was like, okay, when, when, when Columbus and them came over here, the Indians were already here. They had to do something. Maybe they were using tree leaves. But then I go further back in time to, like, for whatever reason, I'm stuck on like when they were building the pyramids and I, I wasn't there but I just envisioned a whole bunch of people out in the desert being masons and cutting up stone and blocks and transporting them. I don't think it was a whole bunch of trees back then. I could be wrong. So what you guys says, somebody, John says they used their hands. Greg says tree leaves. So Chris said a spoon. Said they still used them in the Middle East. So it's like a special spoon just to wipe yourself. Greg said that's what they did in the country. A spoon or leaves? Leaves I could see. I saw an old Japanese karate movie where they was out in the woods and he actually took some leaves and, and used it, gave it to his son to wipe his with. At any rate, I was just thinking like what happens if the, if the doomsday thing happens and it was like... Um, we ran out of toilet paper. What other options did I have to survive other than standing in line for like four days to try to get one roll of toilet paper? I'm going to tell you all what I thought, but I just wanted to, to see what other people said. B said we need somebody to check the scrolls. Maybe that's what it was. They, they ain't got no scrolls, B, because they used them all up. <laughs> but anyway, what I thought about was like, you know what? If I ain't got toilet paper, I got bullets. So if I got bullets, I'm going to get toilet paper. I'm just saying. You can take that for what it's worth. You know what I mean? We had different survival skills. John says prep now. We had different survival skills, but listen, if I got bullets, I'm going to get some toilet paper. I'm just going to find a little old lady and jack her for our toilet paper or something like that. I'm going to find a person that ain't got bullets, and I'm going to offer them a, a, a deal they couldn't resist. I'm going to say, tell you what, i trade you some bullets for toilet paper. And I think that's a, a fair exchange is no robbery, right? <laughs> everybody, so John is looking, John, let me know. See, those are the things that come to my mind. I could come to you guys with it. Let me know what did they wipe themselves with before they invented toilet paper. Um, speaking of bullets, so everybody went crazy, right? Everybody went crazy and... Um, Went and started buying a whole bunch of guns and bullets. I lived not too far from a a gun store, and it was weird. Pre-corona, they had just opened this year, and I've come past it every day on my way to the lounge, and there was never anybody there. You saw their signs started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, trying to attract people to their location, and I, I was like, man, I hope this business makes it because, um, They're not getting any traffic. Cabela's is the king down here in Delaware because they're cheaper than anybody else. That's like the Walmart of gun stores. But let me tell you something. As soon as the corona thing hit, every single day, they had lines wrapped around the building. So apparently a lot of people went out and invested in um, hardware, brass, and steel and iron so Greg says everyone went hunting and not toilet paper um, Jen says no guns or bullets anywhere Greg I'm not a hunter man I'm sorry I'm not going to be out there in the woods all day trying to wait for one deer I'll just go to the supermarket and buy a hamburger so no I didn't I didn't um, I've never been out in the woods I don't, I'm pretty sure nowadays you can go out hunting and you take up uh, some baby wipes with you or something I'm just assuming I don't know but anyway, so who went out and bought some? Who went out and um, practiced or participated in self-defense? You know, I'm trying to be um, politically correct here. Anybody went out and bought some brass or bought some iron? You know, no, nobody. I didn't buy any, but I didn't shoot any either. I know that. Uh, Some people were talking about going to the shooting range, and I decided that I'm not going to shoot anymore because I need to hold on to that little bit of inventory I have until brass comes down to a more reasonable rate. So nobody else. Nobody else nobody wants to say it online. All right, I'm cool with that. Sometimes you can't put everything out there in the public sphere. But I'm going to tell you what. I go past that gun store, and even last week, ooh, now I'm digressing a little bit, but even last week, they had died down. And then last week, once again, people was waiting outside the door. You know, I'm not sure what a pandemic and automatic weapons have to do with it. Survival. But maybe they think the same thing. Whoever got the most bullets gets the most food and the, the most. I'm sure they were all going to, to so they could go hunting and catch some deer and stuff like that. Oh, John, the question was, did anybody go out and arm themselves since we went into the pandemic? That's what the question was. Because on my way to work every day, well, actually, I'm lying. We were closed, so I wasn't coming in here. But every time I went to Walmart with Q to go find some toilet paper, the gun store had a line wrapped around the building. James says he picked up some. All right, I'm assuming you picked up some brass. Greg says about a 1,000 rounds, even online though. I know there was an online site. I have a plug. And even the 1,000 the rounds online, they started charging them like crazy. James said, can't wait until this is over because folks will be trying to sell all their guns. <laughs> yeah. I guess once that unemployment check runs out, you ain't got a job. You got to try to make whatever you can out of the resources you have. But uh, yeah, it's just crazy, man, the mentality that I see here with our people because it was like, hey, I may die from an infectious disease, but I need to go get a 1,000 rounds and five guns that'll help me. Yeah. Um, All right, so John went and researched and said he found out they used their hands in a dry rag. Maybe that's where the term monkey butt came from. But he says they wash daily. All right. So if I'm ever out of toilet paper at the next apocalyptic moment, I could just use a spoon or my hands in a dry rag or... Take somebody's toilet paper that has less bullets than me. <laughs> Phil says, need guns and ammo to defend your TP. <laughs> Jay says, quick cash, I'll be there to take advantage. I'm just saying, these are the things that came to mind, you know. Um, what else? What else came to mind during the corona? Okay, this question was for my guests that didn't show up, probably because they knew I was going to ask something like this, but single people. So, you know, obviously I'm married, and Jenny, you guys are married, so we all, we all, yes, Ty, you can come on in, brother. You can burn one. The state of Delaware allows us to have up to one-third capacity, and starting on Monday, uh, we get to have 50 people um, in the lounge, and, of course, we sanitize. What is dating going to look like in this new age? See, the people that's married and got significant others, we like, hell yeah, at this point, right? But if you single and you dating, you know, what that look like for y'all single people? All my single people got quiet, huh? Okay, I'm just saying. Like back in the day, you know, when when AIDS popped out, you could always, you know, protect yourself, use some latex, put a condom on, and you don't have to worry about it. But now, you know, with this corona thing, you could be gloved up and, you know, and and they cough or sneeze on you and you didn't court a bad break. (laughs) Has. Rhonda says we are socially distanced dating. You have to be creative. Yeah. Okay. And how can you be creative with a social distancing? I mean, no, let me say, we're all grown, right? We're all grown. So I could understand it. Maybe you're on Zoom or something like that and whatever. But eventually, at least the way my persona is set up at least eventually, I have to have some physical contact. I have to have some physical contact. And so, you know, I just feel for the people that are single right now, you know, that, that you, you go to meet somebody and you're worried about them sneezing on you or coughing on you. You know, the joke when I ask the people offline, because we've had these conversations, you know, but nobody wants to jump up. But when I asked people offline, they was like, doggy style is the new norm now. That's what I'm here. You know what I mean? That way you ain't got to worry about being face-to-face with anybody. And uh, if they cough, they could just cough into the pillow. I don't know, but that's what we talk about when we get together and ask this question. However, it may be making some people uncomfortable, and my FCC chairperson is to the left. (laughs) (laughs) Anika said she's dating her business. These Negroes ain't worth it. (laughs) I understand. Hey. Everybody need, what well, LL Cool J say, love and affection. Everybody need a little love and affection sometimes. How long can you go? Can you go three months, six months, nine months, a year before you feel comfortable going out dating and, and, and you know, having, you know, sexual interactions with uh, strangers or something? Mary says, it's going to be hard to be dating. Glad I'm married. Doggy style is Okay. That's what I'm saying, Mary. I can't say too much because Q is over here, and I want to be able to go home tonight. But, yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Yeah, you know, us married people is winning right now. We ain't got to worry about that. We got to live in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Or, I guess, you remember Pornhub went free. Pornhub Premium went free to help people take the edge off. I'm just saying, I don't know nothing about it. I just saw it on social media that they went premium for free because they knew that it was going to be a lot of pent-up people, you know, around nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, Anika, you are the real MVP. She says, yes, we do, but I can go a year. Woo. Oh, I'm smoking. Side note, I'm smoking San Cristobal. Ashton bub, stopped by a little earlier. Bless me with a sand crystal ball. So that's what I'm smoking now. (laughs) The nigga says, no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know. I can't go a year. So I ain't going to act like I can. But see, these are the things that happen. This is like the new norm now. You can't go out to restaurants. You got to stay out. You got to do all the online ordering. You got to be careful who you date nowadays because they might cough on you or something like that. You know, we got shortages of toilet paper, paper towels and hand sanitizers. It's just crazy out there. You know, the nigga says married folks ain't winning, but you ain't heard it from me. <laughs> That's the you see that. That's to zip my lips because my wife is sitting right there. I refer to her as the FCC chair because anything I say out of line, I'm going to hear about it afterwards. So for the purposes of this discussion, we winning. Now, I'm still looking at Pornhub Premium, but we winning. I guess the one good thing that happened was gas went down. I don't know about you guys. But gas went down, so we was winning with the gas going down, you know. Of course, you couldn't go anywhere, you know, but gas did go down. <laughs> Jen says, that's right, Jen. Yes, we are. Married people around. Bella's over there cracking up. Yeah, I know. I know. The struggle is real, i tell you. Um... Let's see what else came to mind with me. I'm trying to think what came to mind that I could share with you guys. Um, yeah, porn, we talked about that. Listen, let me just say this. We're all adults, right? But there's a dark side to the web. There's a dark side to the web. There's a dark side to the porn industry. And I'm just going to say, in passing, um, you know, it's like a car accident. Like, you see something, you don't mean it. Like, I didn't mean it. I'm telling you, I was just looking for, you know, um, how to shampoo my hair appropriately. And somehow, I just clicked on something. And it was some deviant sexual acts that just popped up. And you know how you be looking? Remember Two Girls, One Cup? It was like you couldn't look, but if you look, you was like, oh, my gosh, oh. It was like that. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that they have stuff out there like that. But, um, yeah, I kind of slipped over there to the dark side for a minute. But I had to run back out because, you know, eventually I may want to run for president. And if they are able to get my browser history, you know, it's going to come up during the campaign and it's going to completely derail me. Jenny does pop up. It's just like this. So here's an example. So, you know how you on the internet, right? And you're looking for um, toilet paper. You were searching for toilet paper. And the next thing you know, you got a pop-up. <laughs> you got a pop-up for Listerine. You wasn't looking for Listerine. You was looking for toilet paper. But somehow, through these algorithms, Listerine popped up. I was just listening, looking for shampoo. And I don't know, maybe poo or whatever, or sham, but you know, some stuff got and the algorithm got messed up and the next thing I know, the dark side was popping up on me. That's all I'm saying. You know? Yeah. Toilet paper porn. <laughs> I'ma look for that later on tonight. Yeah, I'll look for that tonight. Yo, Ron says two girls, I know that was classic. Ooh, for the people that did not see that, do yourself a favor, don't look it up. You do not want to go to your grave and you know what if you get to your last day on earth? and you have to rewind and watch your life all over again, you don't want that image in your life on your last day. I'm just saying. Some things ain't meant to be. Matter of fact, I hope they took it down. I'll start the petition. You know, Um, What else, cigars? Did anybody smoke more or less? I know most people drank more. I did hear someone say that earlier, but that most people Um, Did you smoke more, or did you drink more during this uh, whole thing? Did you cook more? Yes. (laughs) Doug A, what's up? You know, I know um, there were a few people in our social circle that was doing some cooking stuff. I know my, uh, my, my, my uh, wife over there, um, we got in at least 16, I think it was like 16.3 arguments over who was cooking dinner. And it's not like I'm keeping track, but it was about, <laughs> Jen was like bottles of bourbon. Okay, Ron was like, he went from two or three a week to about 10, but you lost 38 pounds. What the hell are you doing, smoking crack? You had crack cigars or what? Tell me how you lost 38 pounds because I need to do that right now. I'm telling you, Jen was like bottles, huh? Jen started smoking more the past two weeks. I know. Rhonda says all the above. Well, we we had about 16.2 arguments about who was cooking dinner, but that was one thing I could say. We started experimenting with stuff. You know, I I was Mexican, and one day we would making fajitas and anything you could get from from uh, the Mexican store. We would making that. We tried to do some Asian Chinese food that didn't turn out too well, you know. Um, we just started saying, that. Yeah, you know what? That's what I mean What I say the things that just come up. My mind at one day was like, what if I take Cheerios, right? And instead of having milk with Cheerios, eat them in a cup with some whipped cream. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Cause you just got tired and do that for dinner. Cause you just got tired. You know? Anika says, couldn't get to your cigar shit when you wanted, but you definitely cook more. gain 10 pounds. Don't worry. I'm in the club. Um, Jen says, officially tired of trying to think of what to cook. Try Cheerios and whipped cream, Jim. That's all. I'll throw a strawberry on top and tell him it's a parfait. He going to go for it. Yeah. Sherm, what's happening? Sherm got you covered. So there you go. Shameless plug. But my man Sherm, he had... To go dinner. He will deliver a surf and turf, a steak and a lobster tail to your house for two people um, so you don't have to worry about cooking. The only problem, though, is that I tried to get it from Sherman. He didn't take EBT. So, Sherman, can I give you my EBT? Because if, if I give you my EBT card, go ahead and send me over a couple right now. That's a joke. Obviously, I'm a single sole proprietor. I couldn't get an EBT. But if anybody's got an EBT and they want to look out for a brother, you know, wink, wink, just if an EBT or something fell off the truck, holler at your man. I'm here every day from 3 to 11. <laughs> Jen says, no more sugar in the house. Yeah. And that's the other thing. So sleep? Sleep was another thing. How could you be up all day? Like, I, I, I... I was up all night. My sleep pattern was completely thrown the F off, you know. I'm up to like four or five in the morning and then still wake up at like nine thirty, ten. tired all day. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go to sleep tonight, take a one hour nap, and then be up to three o'clock the next morning. <laughs> so I, if anybody else's sleep pattern was off, you know, I I don't know, but it's funny what your body does when you take it out of that rhythm. Like everything in my life has a flow. There's a rhythm to it, and when that rhythm is interrupted, and I'm not speaking about anybody else, just talking about me, you know, um, my body did some strange things. I'm telling you, you know, sure, I put the plug on there. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right, Jet. And graduations, there you go. See, we were fortunate we didn't have any graduations. So how did the graduations go? I did feel bad for the kids. It was a lot of kids who could not walk across the stage with their family and stuff. I know down here in Delaware, as I've seen on the news, a lot of people, they, they went out and put the yard signs down. So it was a lot of people that, um, that had yard signs in their yard to let you know that the kids graduated. Um, they did that. Um, They did some virtual stuff most recently, but early on they did the yard signs. So don't judge me, right? But it was about six kids in our neighborhood that had the yard signs. And remember I told you, like, certain things just come to my mind? Like, I really wanted to take everybody's yard sign and switch it. (laughs) My mom was like, why don't I take Josh's yard sign, put it on Sarah's lawn, put Sarah's yard sign on Fred's lawn, and so on and so forth. Like at, When I was up at 4 a.m. in the morning and just mix up everybody's yard signs and watch them go crazy the next day trying to get their yard signs back. I know. Don't judge me. I'm just saying, when, you, when, you, when, you're, when you, your body clock is off and your routine is off, the strangest things come to mind. Um. That's it. What else? what else did I do? <laughs> that was crazy. Oh, work from home? So I know a lot of people work from home. Um, Anika says her graduation was pushed back to July 25th, and then he's off to AIT on the 30th. Congratulations. I know, Jen. I said don't judge me, though. I didn't do it. I'm just saying, that was one of the thoughts that came to my mind. You know, little crazy stuff just came to my mind. You know? Jen said they did their best to celebrate their grad with outdoor banners alongside and social distancing smoke. smoke. Um, yeah, Ryan missed a lot of proms. Yeah, how about that, proms? You know, proms is that last night if you trying to sleep with that girl, that's your last opportunity on prom night. They messed up a lot of you know, they've been looking at each other the whole school year. Y'all know I'm just saying maybe I was the only one. They was looking at each other the whole school year. It's prom night, you finally trying to get some, or they trying to give you some before I go off to college or they go off to college or the military or whatever, you might not see each other again for ten years. And now they messed up the prom, man. It's a lot of people they messed up. Invested a whole year of telling that girl You know, that she looked nice, even though she didn't look nice, in hopes that, you know, um, y'all would be able to solidify your senior year. And um, bam, no problem. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's jack, man. It's jack. It's hard out there. It's hard out there. Just the things that come to mind. I know. I'm not the only one, though. School. We got two daughters that's in college, and they had to stay home. And and so our family makeup is one of four. It's four of us. I'm the only male in the house. You know, uh, I got one daughter that's in my man cave. She's doing virtual exercise routines with her girlfriends. I got another daughter that's in the family room sucking up all the bandwidth on Netflix and, and all those other streaming platforms. And so now I got to go upstairs and try to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. What else was I watching? Try to watch, um, I don't know, the Midget Ladies at one point. Um, um, what's the thing you was watching the marathon with the girl, the black girl, the, the skinny black girl mm-hmm. and the love thing on HBO? You had to catch up on, like, all 60 seasons at once. Insecure. Insecure. Watch Insecure. You know, because I'm trying. It's like I don't have anywhere else to go, so I got to sit there and watch that stuff, and, you know, yeah, Ron, please keep praying for me, you know. Yeah, Nika said that was tough. She spent so much for the prom just not to have one. You know what? Maybe they could like do it in like August. I would think that maybe they could say, hey, before everybody go off to college or something like that, they could have like a you know a, a makeup prom or something like that, or next year. Maybe next year had a makeup prom where everybody get to go back that missed it and do it all over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know. Um, and of course she would criticize me because she would say, you don't never like my shows, all you do is criticize them. And she was right. She was right. Real Housewives, to me, is, is just a train wreck. And I don't know how y'all could watch it. And I don't know. And it's the same miles. Real Housewives is is, is preacher-wise. It's uh, baller-wise. If it's got a wise in it, it's just a train wreck. It's a train wreck. And I tried to... You know, I tried to sit there and have some quality time and not say anything. And it was funny because even on the days when I didn't criticize it, she kept, like, giving me the evil eye, like, I dare you to say something. I know you want to criticize it. But, you know, I was able to hold my tongue at least on three out of what felt like 689 shows. I was able to hold my tongue on three. Thank God, though, it's getting warm outside so I can go outside and smoke a cigar on the deck, you know? I know Ron says, but, Ron, you can't say that. It's easy for us to say it. They feel a whole lot different about those wives' shows. And I'm saying it's like 50 of them. What is it? Housewives of Atlanta, New York, California, T.I. and his wife's show. Who else was it? Oh, she's getting mad at me. Okay. She said that's all, but I know that's not all. It's about 600 of those different shows. I'm just telling you. But, yeah, I had to go through that stuff and watch it and act cool about it. So, looks like we're coming up on an hour, so my time is coming up. And I'll just wrap up. Where are we today? Well, things are opening back up, so the lounge is back open. Um, you know, the state of Delaware does allow us to have one-third capacity. Our bar is open, you know, we have some great summer um, time light drinks that are zero calorie drinks. So if you're like me and you put on a bunch of weight, you can come on in and have a, a nice uh, zero calorie summery type drink that they made me put some fruit in it so it looks really pretty. Um, you know, the, the humidor is, is nice and stocked and restocked. Um, we're having a couple of events coming up on the 26th. We're having a big barbecue. Everybody's welcome to come through. Um, we missed a bunch of birthday parties between March and June, so um, we'll be having our birthday celebrations um, on the 27th of June. DJ Sonic will be doing both events. Um, so you're more than welcome to come out. If you want to celebrate a birthday, if you're feeling comfortable coming out and being social, then we invite you to come out. And, um, thanks, Ron. Ron said he had a great time on Sunday. Oh, you got the cigar aficionado subscription. Yeah. Because they talked about the, um, the rums. They talked about the rums. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we want to invite you guys. And Ron, once again, thanks for coming up, you know, um, you put it out there. You know, I always say what happens at East Square stays at East Square, but Ron came all the way up from Maryland to visit with us and, 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 and support the lounge on, um, on um, Sunday, so we appreciate it. You know, um, Ron, are you smoking any Gurkhas? I know I'm starting stuff, aren't I? Is anybody smoking Gurkhas now? I'm just asking, inquiring minds want to know. Okay. Um, but at any rate, I guess uh, I will go ahead and wrap this thing up. Ron says no, no Gurkas. Um, Phil, we miss you. Come on back, man. We got some good stuff here for you. Father's Day is coming up, so we have some great cigars for you. We got some value packs for Father's Day. We have some loaded humidors. I'm looking at the personal travel humidors that comes with either four or five cigars, a lighter, and a cutter. So it makes a great Father's Day gift if your father uh, smokes and you're not sure what to get him. You can come in and get a gift card with us, and then they can come on in and they can use our they can use the gift card for cigars, accessories, or even the bar. So you can come in and grab a gift card and um, you know, and um, Ryan, I see that. Um, yeah, well, Ty, Phil, Jason, we are open, just restricted. So we're restricted to one third right now capacity. So 22 people right now. And then on Monday, the state allows us to go to a maximum of 50 people inside. So Monday, we're good to go. So yeah, you can come on in, and we have enough space to be able to socially distance and still have a good time. Um, yeah. Yeah, Carzette says no, didn't care for him too much. Phil, yeah, you know what? So there you go. We can talk about Corona Chronicles. So the people that know our lounge and our model, we are a sports-based lounge. We don't do anything but all sports all the time. Well, with music in the background, right? Well, there's no more sports. So, yes, Phil, we were watching Netflix. We've been watching Netflix movies. We've been watching comedy movies. On Saturday, we watched a double feature: two old kung fu movies, The Five Deadly Venoms, and I forgot what the second movie was. I tuned out. So yeah, right now it's pretty much play what you say. If it's on Netflix or something, you want to watch it, come on in and watch it, man. Because you know everybody's tired of looking at the same old Super Bowls and stuff. Um, the good news though is that July. 31st or whatever the NBA playoffs are back, so we'll be back in, and we made some improvements to the lounge as well. Hey Rick, how are you? Um, so yeah, if you want to come on in and watch a Western movie, um, as long as it's on Netflix um, or I think Amazon Prime, we have Amazon Prime also. Then you can we can go ahead and put it on and play what you say. Um, yeah, kung fu movies, Five Deadly Venoms. I know. Yeah, yeah, we were watching that. Ryan, you was here. Did we have that one when you came in? Your, your it might have been Saturday. I don't know. All the days bleed together. But it was one of those days this weekend. It was either Saturday or Sunday. But, yeah, we were watching Five Deadly Venoms and, and something else afterwards. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's good to be alive. Um, I want to give a shout-out to... Um, okay. Uh, uh, my members of E Square. So I'm going to tell you guys something. Ron says get a fire stick. I'm going to tell you guys something. So um, we were celebrating our two-year anniversary on April the 15th. And so our motto is on our anniversary, we have, we closed the shop and we have an anniversary party for uh, members only. So it's our way of celebrating our members. You know, we'll have food catered. Shout out to Sherm, catered it last year. Everybody gets an open bar, free drink, and shout out to Rami. Rami supported us with free cigars. And, of course, it was canceled this year. We weren't able to do it. So two Saturdays ago, two Saturdays ago, I came in, and the members had got together and gave us a surprise um, anniversary. And so... um, you know, it was weird, you know, I got all teary-eyed. I'm, I, I took all the video, I said, anybody that posts a picture of me tearing up, you know, we're not going to be friends anymore. But, um, yeah, they they really went all out, and so we've upgraded some things in the lounge. I'm not going to say what we upgraded, but they actually presented us with a whole bunch of gifts to upgrade the lounge. So. You know, if, if I've, I've said it a million times before, and I'm going to say it a million times afterwards. You know, um, we are blessed here at E Square to have a good core, a good vibe, and, and good name recognition and brand recognition and, and, and all that good stuff. But what I always say is, you know, I may be the proprietor, and it may be a family-owned business. However, it's the members that make up that vibe or that e-squared cigar lounge love that people feel when they come through the door and so they really um, showed out uh, two saturdays ago we had a large contingent of our our family our cousins from merlin came down and celebrated with for two days not only did they celebrate with us on saturday uh, but they stayed the night at the hotel and then that sunday We had like a crab fest here. I know. Who has a crab feast inside of a cigar lounge? And they were popping bottles of champagne. I know, right? I got the craziest, wildest friends, but I wouldn't give them up for anything. So we wound up having a crab fest and champagne and stuff that Sunday. And so I just want to say it publicly um, that we are deeply appreciative of everybody that supports us. Um, that speaks well on our behalf and continue to come from Maryland and New Jersey and PA and D.C. because they want to support a minority-owned family lounge. Um, We would not be able to keep our doors open if it wasn't for you guys. So, you know, once again, we are deeply, deeply, deeply appreciative, and we are looking forward to um, people coming back out, so that we can go back to turning up and being able to um, not be socially distant, but socially connected. Um, so, you know, I have the best members in the world, um, and um, I certainly appreciate each and every one of them. We have the best guests that come up in the world. We got the best cousins down that DMV in the world, and um, we can't wait till they take the handcuffs off of us so we can... Um, You know go back to uh, making it do what it do so um, yeah Robin 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 if you guys don't know Robin Robin lives in New York City and she has a locker over here and Robin I'll give you a shout out because we had to get credit where to do she comes down once a week once every other week and spends an entire day with us or sometimes a weekend and you know to to live in New York City and the support a lounge, a little small baby lounge like us, all the way in Delaware. That's the shit I'm talking about, you know. And we have, we have multitudes of robins, you know, that that support us, Jen and James and and everybody else. So you know, we just want to say, um, we certainly appreciate all the support. And I'm gonna get off before maybe I start getting emotional. And I will close by saying what I always say, which is, if no one. Told you they love you today. Tell your goddamn self. It means so much more. Peace.